What's love got to do with it? You may remember this song from 1984, sung by Tina Turner, and a movie by the same name in 1993, based on the life of Ms. Turner. Actually, love has a lot to do with it. So keep listening for ways that we can bring love to the workplace and as leaders. So what is love? Love is relating to others by touching their hearts in ways that add to who we both are as persons. Ironically, we're afraid to use the word love in the workplace, and yet we all yearn to be loved in every part of our lives, including our work. So what do we know about the word love? We often say phrases like, I love it, or I love you. And we may use the heart emoji when sending a text message to someone for whom we deeply care. So love means to hold dear, to cherish. It's a strong affection for another arising out of kinship or personal ties. But how do we bring love into the workplace, or do we? I believe that we do. And I truly believe that if we were able to express love more in the workplace, we would be a much better society. Now, what do I mean by this last statement? It seems to me that we have become a society that is more interested in what we can get than what we can do for others. I love my husband and I love some of the people I work with. They are two different kinds of love. I'm actually in love with my husband, and I do love my coworkers. I care deeply for them. I care about their well-being, their safety, and their security. And I want to see my coworkers succeed in all of their endeavors. So how might I express that love in the workplace? Well, sometimes it's as easy as saying, I love you. And yet, oftentimes, those words are very hard to say to another human being. So let me back up for a minute. Saying the words, I love you, are different, difficult for some to say, most especially to themselves. How many of you can look in the mirror and say to yourself, honestly, I love you? Some can and some can't yet, it takes lots and lots of practice to be able to do this. And it gets easier over time. So I actually would invite you to begin practicing that. Okay, so let's get back to work. Obviously, there are some people with whom we get along better than others. What if we were to start showing love to those with whom we don't get along so well? What would that look like? It could take a tremendous amount of effort on our part, yet think of the magnitude of what could happen when the other person feels loved and appreciated. As I've been studying these castle principles over the last several months and looking at my different roles in leadership in different organizations, I'm starting to see a theme. And I'm sensing that people act the way they do 
because of how they were treated as children. So if you had parents or a parent that was continually reinforcing their love for you, praising you when you did well, or asking what you could have done differently when you didn't do quite so well, how do you show love to others? And on the opposite end of the spectrum, if you were raised by parents who didn't show their love or say that they loved you, how do you show love? Because I, I'm starting to see that there's a could be a correlation between how we express love as adults or how we don't. So let me say this again. Love is relating to others by touching their hearts in ways that add to who we both are as persons. So I remember one of the first conversations that I had with Dr. Lance Secretan, and he said that he typically ends his telephone calls with the words, I love you. And this is for business associates. It's not just family. And initially, when the person on the other end hears those words for the first time from Dr. Secretan, they don't know what to say. And I have to admit that I was a bit stunned when I heard them for the first time. And then I realized that Dr. Secretan truly loves every person with whom he speaks. He understands that we all have strengths and weaknesses, and he wants all of us to come from a place of love because the world would be so much better from this place of love than the alternative. So as I've been working on these castle principles and really studying them and, and ingraining them into who I am, I've noticed that over the past several weeks that I have not come from a place of love in my work life and sometimes even in my home life. So full transparency there. It's been a bit stressful for various reasons during the past month. However, that's not an excuse. I have no excuse for not showing others love. I have allowed my stressors to get the best of me, and that's not who I am or who I want to be. So what do you do when you find yourself at capacity? Do you take a step back and regroup and then come back to where you were? Do you do a quick mind shift and approach the situation from love? Or do you just keep pushing on knowing that this is not who or where you want to be? So I'm willing to try an experiment and I hope that you'll join me. What if for one day, just one day, one day, that's all I'm asking, 24 hours. We approached everything and everyone from a perspective of love. What would that look like for you? Would your day be instantly better? What if you continued that experiment for the rest of the week or the month or the whole year or the rest of your life? Sure, we all have days when nothing seems to go quite right and another person is an easy target to take out our frustration. But what if we didn't? What if we asked for five minutes to regroup and then come back to the conversation? How much better would our conversation be? So here's the bottom line, my friends. 
the world looks and feels much different when we approach our roles as leaders, co-workers, spouses, friends, neighbors, from love. Think about this. Followers love compassionate and caring leaders. And we express that through love. So think about this again. Think about how different the world would look and feel when we approach our roles as leaders, co-workers, spouses, friends, and neighbors from love. Try it. I think you'll agree with me. So as a reminder, please take the Castle Principles Assessment on Dr. Secretan's website. It is www.secretan, that's S-E-C-R-E-T-A-N.com. There's no charge to take this assessment. Please do so and then send me a quick note with your results and where you thought you might land. My email address is contact at fierceentrepreneurs.com. It's in the podcast notes too. Look, I really want to hear from you. I want to know what you're thinking as you listen to these podcasts. Are you hearing some things that you've always wanted to talk more about? Are you thinking about where you work and your boss? How are they living these castle principles? Do you want to learn more about these principles? Hey, I'm here for you. So please do drop me a note and let me know your thoughts. And finally, we always like to thank our sponsor, Rick Hours of RCO Productions. I'm telling you, I do all the talking. Rick just makes me sound good. Seriously. If you need some audio and or video production done, Rick is your person. You can find him at rick at rcoproductions.com. That's rick at rcoproductions.com. We have one more episode left in the Castle Principles, and then we're going to study something called the Vector Leadership Model. So we really have two more episodes based on the Castle Principles and then the Vector Leadership Model. So we're going to be discussing effectiveness in the next episode. So until next time, remember to be your own true, genuine, authentic servant leader self. Because there's no one like you, so just be you. Hey, thanks for listening and keep dreaming because dreams do come true.